0: Hey, we have The Fingers back, pointing at us to tell us to do things. Oh, I feel so much more professional. Do you I, you know, nickname The Fingers? I, I do. <laughs> you know what? Girls would love that nickname. The Fingers. <laughs> nice. Hey, welcome to Real Nerds. I'm Ryan. Next to me is... James. And... Brad. Brad's back. Brad is back. Hey wow. guys, how's it going? Wow. I hate you. I, yeah. It's good to have you here. I guess we can't tell Brad to fuck off anymore because he's actually here. That's right, I'm no. here. You can't Which associate. actually doesn't make sense. If we told him to fuck off when he wasn't well, anyway. You know what? Fuck you, Brad, for not being here for six weeks. There, I said yeah. it. I said it, I said oh, it to, yeah. His, yeah. to his face oh, yeah? and on the podcast. How
1: about I just press this button and this show ends right now?
0: Hey, you fuck! Ah, uh, you guys thought we... <laughs> went away but we're always here that was good that was yeah, really good it oh, was man. so welcome back we saw a uh, creature this week <laughs> <laughs> but before we can dissect on, Ryan, sell it the greatest movie of all time yeah pretty much i mean we have to do some real news Sweet, welcome back to Real Nerds, the full-on Triforce of Nerds. Do you guys want to, like, all put your fists together, like, we're Captain Planet or something? That yeah. Captain oh, Planet with uh, Earth. Oh, Don, Don Cheeto was really funny. Oh, no. Did you yeah, see that was Don... really good. <laughs> I didn't.
1: That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, I've been out of the loop, so.
0: You know, um, I'll start because I actually saw something really funny online, and it was a lost scene from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh, yeah. Um... And in it, instead of being whipped by the bad guys, Indy was whipped by Babs. Yeah. Dre- Barbara Streisand, for those of who don't know. <laughs> Dressed up as a dominatrix. Yes, and then uh, Carrie Fisher came in and kissed him, and then Erwin Kirschner said mm-hmm. that they need to do a better job, the director of Empire Strikes Back. But my favorite part in that was when she was whipping him and said, "This is for all the money you're going to make on Return of the Jedi," <laughs> and that was pretty funny. So everybody should yeah. check out that scene. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was good. That I, was, I, that's one
2: that's been uh, rumor of that video has been floating around for a long time. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, and they, they and then I, someone some stole guy it from I finally followed, I guess. found it. Yeah, yeah, Joe Blow, which is perfectly anonymous.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty good. So that was fun. And then I read a little tidbit that. Uh, this is more for me, and Brad, too, that they're thinking about making the next Friday the 13th movie a found footage movie. Really? It'd be well, different, I guess. It'd be different, but... Friday
2: the 13th is the
0: knifey uh, claw hand one? No, that's Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, okay.
2: Hockey Friday the 13th mask. is Hockey Mask. Uh, Come on, you're Jason, not Jason or Michael? Or Jason. Jason. Okay.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that could work, though, but, you know, whatever. I'll still see it. Yeah, how would you get... It's, like, part... Twelve at this point? 11? 13 13? If it's thirteen, they should just make us Friday thir. They should just call it thirteen. Friday That'd be the sweet. thirteen. They should just call it thirteen. Well, they or
2: they, you know, they do what you everybody else does. You get cat. rid of the the and just say Friday thirteen. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, like Fast Five. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, that guy directs great episodes of Community.
2: He does. He does.
0: (laughs) He directs great Fast Fives. He does. Um, Anyways, what do you got for me, James? That's my quick little things. Yeah. Well, we're talking about Star Wars.
2: We didn't talk about this when it first popped up because it just makes me mad to talk about.
0: But then it got so much worse that we have to talk about it. Have you guys seen the Star Wars edits that are on the Blu-ray? I have yes. I haven't seen him. I, I didn't even read the article. I kind of just breezed through. It. So you're gonna have to enlighten me because I I know something about a no. That's a yeah. That's the worst one. What is that? so I the other a...
2: ones? The, the other stuff is is normal stupid uh, Lucas stuff. Like like he makes the Ewoks wink or blink. I mean, so like when when Wicked is you know moving around with Carrie Fisher and stuff. There's a one little shot where he blinks. Which is just CGD. In,
0: you know? why, so, why is that important to add? I just—it's
2: uh, really... not important to add. But George Lucas has nothing else to do with his time.
0: I guess so. Um,
2: but none of them affect the story, and that's what's important. But then he decided, in order to link the original trilogy with the new trilogy, he was going to add a little tie-in. So now, when when uh, Darth Vader picks up the Emperor and throws him into the into the you know the big thing, mm-hmm. right? Well, right before he does it, he goes, no, no, and he grabs the Emperor and throws him in the thing, and while he's grabbing him, he goes, no, just like at the end of uh, episode three.
0: Why do they need to tie that together?
2: They, they don't. And also, when you watch that little clip, it makes the Emperor look like a complete numbskull, because Darth Vader is yelling, no, and he just sort of stands there and doesn't shoot Darth
1: Vader with lightning it's 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 stupid it ruins a moment that somehow in the original a guy who's wearing a mask, you can see no emotion on his face, but as you're watching the scene play yeah. out, he's not saying anything, but you can totally understand the expression behind the mask as he's looking back and forth between the emperor and his son, and you know what kind of decision he's trying to make now putting the no in just telegraphs the whole the whole yes. emotion for you so so I this just this is not
0: some guy like playing a joke online where he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna add this in and people are gonna get all pissed off and it's really not gonna be in there. Is this like one hundred percent confirmed by- I, it is a. Uh, it's it's
2: possible that it is a giant hoax. I don't think it is. I think this is real. Really. Because it seems very real I mean, especially like watching the the you know, the blinking Ewoks that I, I see that and I go, Yeah, that that looks like they really added that in and certain things that ILM have said have, you know, have made it sound like they're not editing anything, but at the same time, well, this yeah, it, it seems like it really is. Now, when the Blu-rays came, come out, they may say like, "Okay, everyone hates this, we're gonna take
0: it out." But I don't think so. Well, you know, I'll let you guys know because I will be getting the Blu-rays, but I won't. Um, so I, I, this is my question to all people who like these movies: Why do you? Why does George Lucas feel that he needs to do this to movies? I, I don't ever remember reading something where. He feels that he needs to enhance his movies. Well, the truth is, it's—I mean,
2: it's—it's it's one of the biggest turnarounds from his from the beginning of his career that I think any director has ever done. Because oh well, yeah, you I know, agree. He George Lucas started off as being uh, a completely out of the system independent filmmaker. He was trying to make movies. Out of the studios entirely. Yeah. In fact, Steven Spielberg was supposed to direct, if not Star, the first Star Wars movies. I believe the sequels, but he wasn't allowed to because he was in the guild. He was mm-hmm. in the Directors Guild,
0: and George Lucas didn't work with people who were in the guild, and, or, or he was. Yeah, I messing do remember with reading and, about that because they don't show any credits of the people who made the movies before right. Star Wars. Yeah, and so that automatically made him not part of the guild. Right. Yeah, he. Um,
2: the the original Star Wars movie that yeah that's exactly what it was like he got in trouble for taking those opening credits off of the movie and now that's a normal thing yeah. like now it's kind of special when there's credits at the beginning um, so it's really strange to have him completely turn I, I, like that's how I see it I just don't I, get it, what, if,
0: why is he so fascinated with it and why. Does someone want that backlash that happens when he does stuff like that? You know what I mean. I think he it's, doesn't see it as it's backlash. The, it's him trying to make the movie as
2: better. He wants. He feels like, oh well, I was limited by this or that at the time, and now this technology unlocks everything for me, and I can I can but, fix all the little things that weren't perfect
0: the first time.
2: Okay, that's fine, but I don't understand how
0: him going no enhances the movie.
2: Well, you you'd have to look at it. You'd have to be in the mindset that the original, that the prequel trilogies are good, which George Lucas is, and then step back and look at all six movies and say, okay, now, if you were to watch all six of them in a row as one giant story, if he'd made them in that way, in that order, he might have said no at the end, or, written, or you know, he wouldn't have said no, I would
0: hope. <laughs> but uh, he would have written in little things that called back to that prequel. So, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, that makes know. sense to me, but I just... To me, this is... I mean, I might be playing Devil's Advocate, but to me, that's what doesn't make sense about some of these things. I just can't wrap my mind around the the no part. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it no, makes it's, absolutely no sense to me at all. No, doesn't it doesn't. Much it's else fucking to do. stupid.
1: Uh, I mean, Red Tails is the first movie he's directed, you know, He's not No, he didn't them. he didn't direct Red Tails. He's a producer. He's just yeah. a producer. So he's only directed the Star Wars movies That's like yeah. that's all he's really had the well, most I, creative control over. Yeah. So, you know, it's I mean, I
0: guess a creative control thing
1: like, makes sense, you know what I mean? And like, he Star are, Wars is his baby, so like he can go
2: Well, and he's not a he's not a director. He's 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 really a writer. I mean, he didn't direct. He didn't direct American <laughs> Graffiti, the <laughs> <part>. right? <laughs> well, but yes, you'll, you can laugh at that until you go back Joseph and look Hammers at American Graffiti, uh, American Graffiti, and the original three, three, three movies, which are all really well written. I mean, he he was a writer and and THX as well, it, but that is such an indie I sensibility think sci-fi. Empire and Jedi
1: might have been written really poorly, but I think edits by those directors made them better. Yeah, it's possible.
2: Um, I mean, part of it is that when. Shit. uh, (laughs) Part of it is that when he became a director and got full control, you started seeing this sort of perfectionist side of him come out. You know, um, he was not happy with some of the improvisations that happened on the original trilogy. Things like um, uh, I Love You, I Know. He he wasn't actually he didn't think that was a cool line. Everybody else thought like that was the coolest line Han Solo should ever say, and we all know that's exactly what he should say. But he was like, well, that's not what I wrote, so why why are you saying it that way? And then when he makes the prequels, they're these rigid, horrible pieces of film, and that's why because he has this vision and sticks to it, and no one around him is allowed to say no. Uh, and that's what this feels like now. It feels like him saying, like, well, I have complete control over these movies, so I can fuck with them however I want, and you can't say anything about it. Um, hmm. Well, but I can. And by uh, what I'm going to do is not buy the, the. I mean, at this point, if I want to watch the original three movies, I'm going to go to the basement and get my VHSs out, which sounds like total fanboy bullshit, but I'm not kidding. I, I, I can't bring myself to watch the DVDs that I own, because... When I get to the end of Return of the Jedi He fucked
1: it up Neither of you got those limited release DVDs That had both the new and No I mm-hmm. bought
2: Star Wars when it came out Because I thought well it's got cause Some of the things that he did in the 90s When he added C- CG stuff to The Han Solo, Han Solo shot first controversy Some of the scenes that he added I was like okay cool you know, he adds a, wife, a wide shot of Mos Eisley, where you get to see, like, oh, it's this buzzing city, and stuff like that. Yeah, special I special edition. I was kind of on board with that. I was like, okay, fine. You know, obviously the Han shot, shot first thing is stupid, and having having Jabba in there is stupid, but,
0: no, what, you know... No,
2: there's DVD versions yeah, of, right. uh, untu-
1: yeah. like, the not special edition.
2: Right. No, I know there are, but I, I had already bought the... The uh, Special Editions. The Special Editions, yeah. Okay. On DVD when they first... Because that was... He he double-dipped that one. He came out with the Special Editions in a, in a pack that had a thir- a fourth disc. And, you know, yeah. they told that everybody too. that was it. Yeah. But.
0: So, I you know, a little bit of Star Wars news. I was reading on uh, Kevin Smith. wants to know why they won't make a Boba Fett movie. Because George
2: Lucas won't write it. The best thing that can happen to Star Wars is George Lucas dies. <laughs> I'm I'm not kidding. I mean... Yeah, you know, and at a certain point, I, you know, I
0: you don't know, want somebody don't, to die, yeah, obviously.
2: You know, um, but, but the truth this. is, like, Patton Oswald has that joke about if he had a time machine, he'd go back 15 years and kill George Lucas. And he's not even just saying that because he wants the prequels not to be made, he's saying that because 15 years ago, George Lucas was a legend. Like, he had defined a generation's childhood, and then when they were grown up, he fucking raped it <laughs> four times.
0: I don't think uh, Revenge of the Sith is that bad.
2: <laughs> I don't think Phantom, Men- Phantom Menace is that
0: bad. Uh, you know... For no- nice. Yeah. I, I <laughs> haven't seen Phantom Menace since I was in Australia in 2002. Yeah. And I remember watching it. I said, oh, it's not as bad as I remember it. You know, when you take away, like, the the hype... Well, and, and when and, negativity,
2: and I, I feel like if you ignore some of the stuff that he is really dumb, like Jar Jar, mm-hmm. then there's some cool stuff in there. I think yeah. the Bad scene is cool. I mm-hmm. think I, I, Duel of the Fates is really cool. Getting to see lightsaber a good f- f- awesome. light, uh, lightsaber battle was great,
0: but, but then he killed the coolest villain yet, the second coolest villain he's ever made, Darth Maul. Yeah, he kills Darth Maul, and then you know, he Lord kills Pyre, yeah, or what
1: the, in a Clone Wars, Darth Maul comes back, so
0: yeah, oh, really, yeah, oh. That's because other people are riding it, so <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no. I mean, didn't you say he comes back kind of like Shredder? Well, he's he's cauterized, so like
1: his legs are wasted, but he's still a moving torso. And basically well, if that so makes, makes sense, why legs. couldn't
2: they bring back Qui Gon Jinn? All he had was a hole through his chest. I don't know, man. But well, the reason to make yeah, I mean, yeah. There, it makes sense just as much as Boba Fett getting out of the Sarlacc makes sense. He was cool and shouldn't have died. And I mean,
0: uh, yeah. I guess some. I, 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 damn it! I wish I remembered the article better with Kevin Smith. Because I guess some big Hollywood guy actually has an idea for a Boba Fett movie, and yeah, Kevin Smith awesome. says he should fucking let him write it. it. It would be awesome, and
2: you know, yeah, when George Lucas has di- dies, most you know, after ten years or so, somebody's gonna start saying like, "Hey, you know, why don't we make a little money off of these off of this stuff we own and start letting people." write some Star Wars stories and won't that be great? I hope I live to see it. <laughs> you know. Cool. What else do you got? Um
0: <sighs> Star Wars, not Star Wars wise. I don't have anything Star Wars.
2: <laughs> well, we can uh we can talk about something futuristic though. Uh did you guys see the uh the Nike shoes, the Back to the Future Nike I did. shoes? I was, Oh, my news. I <laughs> you saw the yeah. the article at least. Yeah. Man, I it's not, you know, out of all of the things that somebody could make from a movie, it's not the one that I think is coolest. But I hope that it starts a trend of people making hoverboard. Here we come. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously things like that. Except you don't want Mattel. the Mattel. Yeah, you don't want the Mattel one. To <laughs> well, yeah. The Mattel one. <laughs> uh, I just thought that was neat. Yeah. You yeah.
1: know. Did you see how much they've been bidding for? No. Like. Four to $5,000 a pair. Wow. <laughs> it's going to a Parkinson's for Research, sure. which is nice. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I didn't he, know that. Yeah, because
0: I know um, Michael J. Fox is hawking them. So. Yeah. Oh. And by hawking I mean for a good cause. Yeah. He's always yeah, been yeah, a yeah. nice guy. You know, I I really wanted to pick up his book, Always Looking Up. And I meant to pick it up when I was at Barnes & Noble for $4. Oh. And I forgot to get it. And now I can't find it anywhere, isn't it? And I, you Have know. you
2: been to a... Uh, oh, sorry. You said Barnes & Noble. Have you been to a Borders lately?
0: Yeah, actually, I picked up... Uh, I'm a big fan of cartoon shorts, and I have all the Disney ones, and a while ago they released the Golden Collection on Looney Tunes, and I only got the first one because they're always $65. I went to Borders last week, and I found one. The second one just tucked away in a corner for 60% off, so I'm like, yes, that was the one thing that I loved about going there. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I,
2: I went there last weekend, and man, that place is just picked clean. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's almost, if I were a writer, I would hate to walk into that border and find my books on the walls, <laughs> because it's just the dregs, the stuff that nobody else wants. Yeah. The, the young adult section is very full. <laughs> uh, lots and lots of copies of Twilight are still there, including a couple of copies of the movie. If I might go back this weekend. if they got. Don't the, buy the movie, James! <laughs> Fuck But what if I could buy them for less than cost No What if I could I'd be stealing money from them They would have produced something That I didn't pay them enough for No because they've already got paid for Because borders bottom Oh you're right Fuck
0: Do not support Twilight. <laughs>
1: you're right. No, you're right. You're, you're right. Put it on your show. It's shelf a moment of weakness. At your house, and then people are come over and start judging you. Yep. Do you want that? Do you want that on your conscience? Me it, it would be Me and it, it Brad would are be. judging
0: you right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we
1: just move on? Because I don't want to think about it. Yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah, wow. yeah,
2: yeah. All right. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Speaking of Disney, though, you brought up Disney. Uh, did you see the thing about Disney Studio All Access? Yeah. This is pretty cool.
0: I think it's actually a good idea. Yeah. I do.
2: Brad, do you know about this?
0: Yeah. Are you oh. going to do it?
2: Uh, well, I don't know.
0: But the, the but new, it comes with the DVDs, though, so...
2: Yeah, so it's a, the, the basic premise here is that they are, for the first time, a major studio is acknowledging when you buy a DVD, for example, or a Blu-ray, you're not buying it for the piece of plastic, you're buying it for the intellectual property that's on it. So when you buy a movie, you own that movie, you don't own a Blu-ray of that movie. So when you buy, you know... The Lion King You own The Lion King
0: And when when you need to play it somewhere else You'll have a copy of The Lion King Yeah, you know, they actually kind of already do that If you're, uh, Brad's a member of their movie rewards Some movies uh, When we get to what we've watched uh, I watched Enchanted this week hmm. Some movies that you buy You can stream for free Like, you put them on your movie rewards account And it says, would you like to watch this movie for free right now? And you click on it, and it takes you to Disney's website. You put in your code that you get with the movie, and you get to watch it for free that anywhere so you
2: cool. go. And it's is it a it's a, it's a higher quality than like the digital copies that come
0: that go straight that are like made for your iPod or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, but the only b- bummer is you're watching it streaming on a computer, so right. you're going to get that interruption and sometimes the not sound quality. Right. But I still think it's not a bad idea for them to do that, and, and it's and, a step forward. Exactly, and they don't have to worry about stupid, um, you know. Companies are worried about Netflix and stuff. If you control your own library, right. then you don't have to worry about people. My, my question
1: is, if you know you buy The Lion King, and then uh, you know ten years later they come out with an upgraded version, do you have to pay the difference, or do you get like a like because you've you've already got the original version? Do they give you like a discount for jumping up to the next one since you don't have to buy another package of it?
0: Um.
2: I don't know. You mean like if they came out with a uh two thousand what well, whatever ten eighty times two is. Yeah, the holographic they, version. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> where yeah, where they're where they're making the picture yeah. a whole lot better. You're like I already got
1: the Blu ray, but I don't know if I want to shell out another, you know, thirty bucks for the hologram version. You know. Yeah.
0: Since it's a streaming thing, can yeah. I just upgrade the one I have? I, I would actually doubt that Disney would do that because <laughs> they have such a a way of promoting their movies. That Oh, for ten years you 're not going to be able to get snow white, but you know what in ten years you're going to get the ultimate version until the next ten years
2: yeah yeah I don't know it, either way, it still feels like people acknowledging that the problem with uh buying movies right now is that you're not giving it to us in a way that, in the way that we want to use it you mm-hmm. know um, it's it's part of why I torch a lot of stuff is because it's easier for me to download it illegally than to to, than to get it the way can't that put it I want. Out of my, ma-
1: out of my mouth, James.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, there, there are things that I own, but also have torrented because I I want to have the DVDs and I want to support the, the show and and have it, but I also want to be able to throw it onto my iPod really easily. Well, why, why can't I, you know? Especially if it's something like Arrested Development, where it's 10 years ago. The people I'm... When I buy those DVDs, nobody who made that show is making any money off of that anymore. You know? Anyway. So I think it's good. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. You know what else I think is good? Chris Tucker's coming back. Chris Tucker is making oh, movies no.
1: again. Oh, no. That's <laughs> Oh, it is. <laughs> that's racist. What? Um, I'm not preventing I... him from doing anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
2: that's just
0: a gross stereotype. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. It well, wouldn't have been so bad if he hadn't. Parked, actually it's you know what's more exciting is Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis are have really big roles in the Expendables too. Dude, that's what yeah. they said last time. <laughs> well No, last time I knew Schwarzenegger's would be a cameo. Yeah. And I guess we're trying to get um Jean-Claude Van Damme and who's the other one? I don't know. It's gonna be literally these guys are gonna if they have so Steven many Seagal. people yeah, Steven Seagal, it's gonna be on they're gonna be on screen for like five minutes each. Oh, the insurance on that movie
2: is gonna be horrible. Because <laughs> you gotta ensure that those guys just don't fall over dead. <laughs> I mean, anyway, the last thing is that Stars finally dropped out of Netflix, yeah. which they've oh. been
0: saying they were going to do for a you while. You know, I talked about that on my last week podcast oh, with you? my wife.
2: Can I say, I'm fine with it? Yeah. Because you know what? I was always disappointed when I clicked on a movie that was from Stars and it was in SD and full screen. Ugh! It was the. I mean, mm-hmm. I would I would see a movie on Netflix and go, "Hey, cool, that movie is on Netflix," and I would click on it and it would start. And it would say stars and it would look like shit, and I would turn it off.
1: <laughs> what do you stream through? Uh, Player
2: Player? My, no, my PlayStation.
1: Oh, well, no, you no, guys n- they're fancy PlayStation 3s <laughs> and me with my standard def Wii. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you bet on the wrong
2: horse. Anyway, uh, no, it's just that stars only uh, uh, offers Netflix the SD full screen versions that, or if they're widescreen, they're they're letterboxed twice if you know what i mean. Yeah. They're the full screen mm-hmm. widescreen version, so you'd have to zoom in on the picture, which is just uh it's garbage. I don't I'm glad that they're gone. You know, <laughs> hopefully it means that Netflix won't spend money on stars and will go out and and beef up their their
1: streaming. Um uh, anyway, yeah, I'm disappointed I can't just stream party down and there's no DVD version. This is it, true.
2: So. This is true. Yeah, <laughs> losing party down, which is why I torrented it 6 months ago. Anyway, that's the end of my news.
0: Yeah, sweet. Brad, any news for us today? No, you took
1: the Fuck Nike you, magazine. Brad. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> oh, it's great we, to be back. <laughs> you know, the
2: truth is we never got to talk about uh you did the the However many hour. hour. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. How'd it go? I heard your podcast where you guys kind of dissed it a little bit. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa Okay. Hey, no. Hey, now we didn't diss it.
2: First of all, first of all, I the was the only crap, one. I
1: believe is a quote from James. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I didn't. <laughs> did I say that? Ryan is meh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <his> quote. <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> I want to talk about it because my friends might be listening. <laughs> yeah, Ryan was very careful about it. <laughs> That's um, right. I, I was pretty nice. All
2: I all I did was say that I thought that the title was crap.
1: Yeah, I came up with that title, so thanks. It's oh, yeah, fine. <laughs> it was either that or Time Chud or Time Chud. Yeah, Time Chud.
0: Like uh, carnivorous humanoid underground dwellers.
1: Yeah. Wait,
0: what? <laughs> um, Fred, I'm going to have to talk to you about the uh, the titles of your movies. I thought Chud was just like you know garbage, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Garbage! You talk garbage, garbage, baby! (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't make sense. Who cares? Neither does time chud. Chron abortion was another. What was it? Chron Chron abortion. Chrono abortion? Chrono abortion.
0: Alright. Yeah.
2: Well see um, the, the only the, the biggest problem I have with conception is that crunching. it's obviously an inception play. No, no, was it wasn't like, trying to be. It just well, I sounded. I know, but it sounds like it's obviously an inception yeah. play, which is why it's that's a problem. what the writer said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Well, that's why you should listen to your writers. We didn't uh, have
1: any better ideas until um Holly came up with birth control.
2: Birth control oh, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, that would've been good. Mm. So mm hmm. Yeah. But well, if only you would yeah. spent the forty-eight hours on the title. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't say anything bad about it. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It was too bad. You, you got it in late, though,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. That's. didn't get it edited fast enough. So. Yeah. yeah. It was all right. I mean, I could I mean, right. you, I mean,
0: you guys did good for forty-eight hours, but yeah. The,
1: and you guys yeah. didn't see the other teams. <laughs> no, I'm sure they were awful. Uh, all. Heck. Three or four of them are pretty good. Oh, good. But that's out of like thirty-two. You did the credits, right? Like, as far as the. No, well, my friend Ryan from work did the credits. Well, the credits were really good. I remember them. Yeah, Um, I just I shot it, and I got everyone together, and I tried to edit the best I could.
0: (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Well, it was. Well, I always told Brad, you know, it's hard because when you have that many people, um, you know, you. I hope I don't get in trouble By me saying this But uh, When he came in He's like I wasn't really on board With the idea That they were Making for the movie
1: Yeah When I so, showed up there so And he pitched it And I was just kind of like What? what?
0: Yeah So it's hard for Like I, I can understand I mean yeah. it's 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 hard because You basically have the right to like You know what I have to go with it Because I don't have time To sit here and say yeah, Fix yeah. this Fix and that And it grew
1: on us As we were doing it Well like, yeah it, 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 We kind of figured it out And understood it better As people did the scenes and.
0: Yeah I mean that's going to happen but you know, I, I still think it's you know forty eight hours is hard. Yeah. So anytime you can put something together. And
2: I would like to know, um, you know, I, I knew ahead of time that the way it worked was that they gave you like certain parameters that you had to work with. In what was it that they told you that you had to do in the movie or that you had to have it be about? Well, first, oh, yeah. what was uh, the line
0: in the movie you had to have.
1: Well, first we drew horror as our category. Like we had to. Do oh, so not ev- not
2: everybody is doing the same thing. No, there's oh, like okay.
1: 20 different categories and then and then there's like five wild card categories so like we drew horror but we decided we didn't have the resources to do a horror this time around um so we opted for the wild card we got time travel and when you do the wild card they just kind of do i think there were six people who wanted to throw their thing back so they just uh coordinate us off into groups of two and then, you know, two, two people had time travel, and then there were some other categories. Interesting. Uh, but then we got a character we had to use. So everyone had to have the same character, Mark Donnelly. And he was a graphic designer incorporated into all these different genres. Oh, okay. That people okay. Got. And then there was a prop, which is a broom. So everyone had to have a broom in their movie at some point. And then the line of dialogue was, that's not right. And we actually incorporated the... Broom in our movie several times. See, if I line. would, if I would have had a
0: horror movie, I would have had the killer break the broom off and, and P.O. jam P.O. it in his head, and and the yeah. sassy black guy and go, "Damn, that ain't right." And he'd be just kidding. Most teams. That was a
2: forty-eight-hour movie that was thirty seconds long.
1: That's how <laughs> smart Ryan is. Thank you. Well, they have to be a minimum of uh, five minutes. Well, so. that could just be the climax. <laughs> I'm the, just
2: saying the credits could be really slow.
1: <laughs> um, and then the line of dialogue was, "That's not right." So oh, okay. And we said that, twice.
2: Oh okay. You know, cool. We,
1: most people do everything once. So, we yeah, I
2: was really expecting. Uh, okay. Yeah. I just wasn't sure what how it worked or how you know what kind
0: of things they would ask of you and. So that's yeah. Been, cool. Yeah, just those cool four things. So we haven't seen Brad in a while. Brad, what have you been watching in six weeks since you've <laughs> not been on Real? I News? have
1: watched a lot, and yeah, I've been winding to... Well, he
0: watched the seasons change. He did. <laughs> I yeah.
1: did. From summer to fall. Yeah. Isn't it weird? Just two days ago, like just. This, complete. Yeah. Temperature drop. It I was less know. weird
2: for me cuz I went into the mountains, so it was <laughs> like, you know, I'm co- it sort of made sense that I was cold up there. But then I came back down and it didn't get warmer. That's it when it got warmer. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, well, let's start with um actually prior to my uh sabbatical. <laughs> um I'd been watching all 11 seasons of Cheers and I finished it while no I was gone. Way. Yeah. Um Man,
2: that's got the best intro. Yeah,
1: yeah. it uh, it's a classic song and just Like the first season, they don't really try to make those old-timey pictures represent the characters. Yeah. But as the seasons go on, they kind of realize, like, oh yeah, these kind of do look like the characters. Mm -hmm. So when they introduce new characters to the show, they find new pictures that embody, yeah. So, Um, but yeah, it was the first five seasons with Diane Chambers. The first two seasons, I'm watching, I'm like really bored watching it, (laughs) and then each season finale is like. Sam and Diane break up, and then the season premieres, they get back together or something for, like, five seasons straight. So, like, by season three, you're like, how can they keep this going? And that's what you keep watching for, is how interesting they make them getting back together or breaking up, and then... I hated Sam and Diane. I, I thought Diane was really annoying until, like, season four or five, I'm, I s- started to accept her. And, and then I, once after she leaves i actually find myself missing her from the show
2: i really only said that because it's a community joke <laughs> oh There's community stuff. sorry um, go ahead
1: so anyway yeah and then like the last few seasons of cheers without her i just kind of felt like i felt like the comedic timing and the cast work better together like uh the first five seasons they're more story driven and then the last uh you know, the other half of the the series is more just like joke after joke, like well crafted, yeah, you know, just like comedy. Mm-hmm. um But there's those seasons you just kind of coast on autopilot with yeah. your brain. So, and I thought the season finale was really pretty good. The series finale, so, yeah, series yeah. finale, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty poignant. What
2: What made you uh,
1: start watching Cheers? Because it streaming on Netflix. Yeah. and like I don't want to buy all eleven seasons of <laughs> Cheers if I don't like it. Right. So, um, yeah, I gave it a shot, and it's a it's considered a classic. Yeah. TV show, so I figured I'd bone up on it, and yeah. it might be good come in handy for trivia once in a while.
2: No, I was just curious because you know I did that with um, uh, Roseanne back in the spring, oh. um, just out of nowhere, mostly because it. Uh, People, well, Kevin Smith had been talking about it, and then a different podcast I'd, I'd listened to had mentioned it. Um, and it was all on Netflix. And for me, that was a show that was sort of on in the background sometimes when I was really little. So I remembered very little about it, except for, like, little snippets of, you know, seeing little bits here and there. Uh, and so I I really just sat down and watched it because it was, like, this huge nostalgia thing where, I I you know, listening to that intro and stuff, I was like, man, it's like... <laughs> like it's the 90s again and it was the same thing where it was on on, it was on netflix uh and then of course now i uh, watched all nine seasons and really loved it so i just thought it was interesting that somebody else did something so
1: similar yeah like i was yeah my parents i heard in the background as i was growing up so i just reconnect with it
2: i watched it at like 11 o'clock at night during middle school (laughs) just because there was nothing else on but i felt (laughs) like i should stay up because it was rebellious
0: (laughs) yeah
1: man um then I watched uh, Get Him to the Greek. Oh, yeah. Is, Had you never seen it before? Nah, I hadn't. It's oh. all right. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just, uh, what's his name? Russell Brand. Know, oh, Russell, Russell Brand. Russell Brand running around being goofy for. <sighs> yeah. There's not much else to it. Um, there's some funny gags, but. Um, I saw Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which. Ah. I'm eating the little crow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, are you I really? I, I didn't think it was great, but I mean, nah, it, wasn't, nah, nah, nah. it wasn't stupid terrible as I got from the trailer so
2: yeah it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be but i don't think i would watch it again
1: when the monkey is young a cgi is awful and then once caesar Mm -hmm. is uh older yeah the cgi for him is better
2: i think uh if the whole movie had been as good as the scene when he's in prison and he's like the dawn of the prison like without there being any dialogue it's just these monkeys as like you know, playing out the Godfather or the Sopranos. You know, where he's like playing monkey against monkey. If the whole movie had been that good, I'd, I, you know, I, you'd you'd have me, uh, you know, holding my breath for a sequel. But yeah, I actually appreciate
1: that how they didn't like do subtitles or did they do subtitles? Well, there
2: was one the orangutan talks yeah, because
1: right. he because he has a a bit of exposition that he has to get across. I like how they just played out the silence and just like you being able to watch their mannerisms and get yeah, what they're yeah. trying to do. Like I appreciate that. Like usually. You know, pretty like, yeah, like yeah, like oh, the audience is going to get it, so let's yeah. telegraph it for them.
2: And Jen, John John Lithgow was really good. Yeah.
1: Um, try to speed these, speed things up, so I don't take up all the time. Um, I also saw I Love You, Philip Morris, which you and your wife talked about last yeah. week. And oh, really? I'm just going to say it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it the way she saw it. Yeah, of yeah. course,
0: Laura's going to love it. Yeah. yeah. Some poignant gay
1: story. <laughs> oh, don't say it like that. Um, it says it's based on a true story at the beginning, but I don't think it is. I think it's. I think it's inspired it's like, by a true story. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Well, Fargo is not inspired by anything. Fargo is just they wrote a good story.
1: Yeah, and just passed it yeah. off as true. I think it's the same thing though, for this one because mm-hmm. that's way too. Like, there's no way he broke out of jail that craftily that many times. And yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen um, it. So yeah, I feel like gay romances. is <laughs> the movie for you, Kitty.
2: Um, Kitty, get off the wire. I saw
1: the Devil's Double. You're
2: gonna. You're gonna. Oh, there we go.
1: All right. I saw the Devil's Double. Did you? <laughs>
2: no, did you really?
1: Yeah. Do you know about it? Yeah. Was yeah. it
2: shit? Because it looks like it's shit.
1: Um, it's really long. <laughs> it, it, it feels really long when you watch it because it's basically, um, uh, and I'm not sure if I got the story right following it, but well, that's a bad sign. One of Saddam Hussein's Saddam Hussein had twin sons. Yep. And one of them got killed. But they didn't want everyone to know that, so they hired a double to play the dead son, and then the living son, um, like, blackmailed him into staying in the role. But he got attached to like pretending that he was actually his brother. So when the actor wants to leave, he won't let him because he's like, "You're in this for life. You're actually my brother now." Oh. And then there's a bunch of violence and uh, over the top. Like, most of the time, you're just watching the real brother just goof off and be a complete asshole and yeah. murder people and uh party and then the other one's just like rolling his eyes the whole time and um yeah so i, I kind of
2: i hate everything about that poster he's like <laughs> that it's gold it's gold and he's in gold and the chair is gold and it's the just poster makes it's it goddamn more horrible. interesting
1: than the movie is <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah there's no people Completely in gold, sitting around holding machine guns. We should make there's that movie. There's machine guns in it. The movie,
2: movie, just about people made out of gold. Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, that's for movies. And then I got turned on. Okay, so finally some really good stuff. I got turned <laughs> on to a British show called Sherlock. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yes. Have you seen it? Oh yeah. Twice. There's, there's only three episodes, but it's the cinematography is fantastic, and <laughs> they actually follow detailed clues. Yeah it's amazing the way,
2: the way that he um, you know like the Sherlock Holmes movie is really sort of an action movie and you get this sort of um, you get sort of a narration They you know they find some pretty traditional ways of um, showing you how he gets clues but in the in this TV show he's talking about you they sort of um, they'll put like graphical things into the movie where you'll see how his brain is connecting things it's really neat yeah um mm-hmm. Man, that show that show is really good. Yeah. It's a and it's a modern take on Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, it's set in like where, modern London. And yeah, and Watson is amazing. Watson is played by um, Martin, uh, Martin Freeman.
1: Freeman. He's going to be Bilbo. Yeah, and he's, but he's also in the Dent. UK office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah, yeah, yeah. Plays yeah. Tim.
2: Yeah, and uh, oh, what's that guy's name? That guy has the best name, uh, Cumberbatch. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. is the guy who plays Sherlock yeah. Holmes.
1: Yeah, nice. Yeah, he's really.
2: It's really good, especially really good. the the first and third one. The middle one is a little bit monster of the week.
1: Yeah, But I had the same. Like the first one, I thought like I'd seen the first one. It was great, and then the second yeah. one was okay, and then the third one was amazing. Yeah, because he has to solve a bunch of different crimes all in one episode. Yeah, um, so, and then Moriarty reveals himself, which is yeah, he's like the weirdest Moriarty I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Although I think the League of Destroying Gentlemen was he weird too. I remember.
2: No, remember he looks like the Phantom of the Opera and then at the end he takes his mask off and he's just like a dude. Yeah, I forgot. And then he gets really. shot in the ice. <laughs> I own it. You can have no, it. No, I'm good. No, you can <laughs> have, you can have like it if I you want it. it. It's in a nope. it's in a silver DVD case.
1: <laughs> I don't, I've
2: never seen another movie in a silver DVD case. You can have it.
1: Okay. Uh let's move along so we can just get to your guys' stuff. And then I saw I got turned on to coupling. Oh. Does anyone watch coupling? Uh no, because
2: because I know about friends. <laughs> and Friends
0: is amazing okay well because the
2: interesting thing about Coupling is that Coupling is uh, you know th- for years they've been trying to make an American version of Coupling which is stupid because Coupling in the first place was a show that the British made because they needed their own f- version of Friends mm-hmm. like f- Coupling is Friends but with British people
1: yeah it's it's not shot particularly well but it's <laughs> their the writing is you know witty it's witty for what it is and it's me. British people so yeah it's British so yeah uh, yeah, so that's a quick recap of all the stuff I've been watching for like six weeks.
0: Nice. Yeah,
1: Ryan James, what have you guys been
0: watching? Uh, I watched Community, which is amazing. Oh, all right, now we can talk about this. <laughs> we can't talk about it too much because Brad hasn't yeah, seen it. He back He'll have to borrow it at some point. Yeah, because it's pretty amazing. <clears throat> um, you know, you you were talking about it for a long time, and I didn't know if I wanted to buy it, but I happened to be at uh, Target the other day, and it was on sale for. for the whole first season. Oh, I should just go buy that. I'm like, I can't pass that up. So I watched... The first episode was funny. And what got me into it was when he was talking to Britta, um, Jeff. Uh, The premise is Jeff is a lawyer who goes back to community college because he faked his degree. So he actually has to earn it before he can be a a lawyer again. And he's a smooth-talking... I mean, it's basically Joe McHale. Yeah. But in a goofy, swarmy kind of... Swarming, yeah. There we go. Swarming, Shwar- yeah. Kind of guy. Schmitty, schmitty, <laughs> and, and uh, so it's just these goofy characters, and they all have their own little quirks. Um, Abed is really funny. He's the big um, movie and TV show nerd. So they have a lot of episodes where it's basically sitcoms, but told their way, and it, it's extremely meta. Yeah, like, and, and very clever. Yeah, uh, there uh, the episode with the chicken fingers. Where they tell yeah. Abed, they say, "You know what, Abed? Really think about what you're going to say before you say it." And then it goes to voiceovers like the Wonder Years. It's freaking amazing. Well,
2: it's like uh, no, they're they're specifically calling on Goodfellas because he's narrating, yeah. and it's a it's sort of a gangster story about them taking over the chicken fingers <laughs> industry. And in then Joe
0: the uh, McHale gets mad at him because he calls him like a mixture of Zach Braff. Yeah, and
2: it's a it's him. an amazing show yeah. with with an. Unbelievable cast. I mean, everybody on there is is top notch. Chevy Chase funnier than he's been in thirty years. Oh, easy. Uh, at least, um, and uh, Donald Glover. Donald Glover's money. Brad, you know Donald Glover from Mystery Team, mm-hmm. and he's just he's just naturally funny. You know, he's we've we talked about him before because he's the guy that people were talking about him being Spider Man, um, and he like especially you haven't watched the bloopers yet. We talked about this earlier. But in the bloopers, you'll see scenes where, in the show, he's got a joke. And what you realize is that that joke was improvised. And so he is standing in front of the camera, just spewing off different jokes that he could say there that are just straight off the top of his head. And he keeps going and going and going until he runs out. And it's it's unbelievable. You've never <laughs> seen... And every single
0: one of... Or at least half of them are jokes that are just as good as the one that's in the show. And how funny the show is is because you get used to them um, playing on TV shows or movies. And there's this one episode where there's a math problem on a chalkboard outside in the hallway. <laughs> and these two guys are saying, oh, this is impossible. And Troy, Donald Glover's character, is an idiot. He's like a jock guy. And he comes up and he picks up the chalk. And then he puts a chalk in his pocket, and he goes over and he tightens a pipe on the drinking fountain to make it work. And then the janitor sets him up to fix another pipe, and he has this huge conversation of how he could be a janitor if he really wanted to be. It's, <laughs> it's so
2: it's, ridiculous. The, I mean, the show is, there's a lot of things like that that are, you know, playing on <laughs> things in pop culture like, like uh, Goodfellas or Goodwill Hunting or other things that don't start with the word good. Um, but then there's a lot of things where they are they're, – they're people who know a lot about TV and know about, a lot about how it works and then will play with that in the show. You know, there's – they they very obviously talk about the bottle episode, which most people don't know about what a bottle episode is, but they – uh, at the beginning of the episode, Abed explains what a bottle episode is, and then mm-hmm. the show proceeds to make a bottle episode where they are in that room the whole episode. They never leave. They want to leave because they want to go to the puppy exposé <laughs> that's out in the uh, that's out on the lawn, but they have to stay in this episode and talk about something stupid and find out about themselves in, in the process. And you're like, it's it's that kind of thing where they're. Um, they're doing something in a very obvious meta way And it's, it's just so well written uh, I mean it, I've said it before I think it is the
0: most Arrested Development show Since Arrested Development Yeah, It's brilliant, check it out Yeah, And I also watched Enchanted Which is a Disney musical Did you know, it's actually, no, I've never seen you it You've never seen it before? No, it's great It is a great movie That's where everybody fell in love with uh, Amy Adams Yeah, she uh, plays this princess in an animated world and then she gets pushed into the real world. But uh, my favorite scene, actually, is this might make me sound uh, not totally straight at all. But she's <laughs> at this park and she's trying to convince uh, Patrick Dempsey, I forget the name of his character, Robert, uh, this Robert guy that picks her up that, you know, you can find love anywhere. And she just starts singing like you would in an animated movie. And he says, oh, no one would start singing. And then all of a sudden there's these guys in Central Park that start singing. And then it's this huge musical number that everybody, it's... It's freaking awesome. Yeah. And it's just a really cute movie. It's one of those movies where you go, oh, I'm kind of glad I saw that. It makes you feel better. That's what I saw. James, did you see anything? Oh,
2: yeah, I saw a couple things. You know, I've been gone for... I wasn't here last week, but unfortunately I also haven't watched a lot of stuff. But uh, when I was last year, you lent me a couple movies. First, you lent me Paul, which Mm -hmm. I watched. Uh, And that movie's great. It is. It's really fun. you know, the, the interesting thing is that you told me, okay, on the cover they spoil... Um, like the the big cameo in the movie. Brad, have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. They, he, you said, oh well, they spoil the big cameo in the movie. Well, uh, no, they don't. For one thing, they don't spoil it on the back because Sigourney Weaver's name is also on the
0: front. In in yeah, in the well, credits. I mean, I knew who she was when she started talking, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. But like, oh, I, but you thought like I was I should okay. Yeah, so you should hear her voice and then not know
2: that she's in the movie, you know what I mean? I thought like so the whole movie is going through and I thought like William Shatner or somebody was going to just pop up because <laughs> I was like, well, it can't be Sigourney Weaver because she shows up in the first like 20 minutes. Like it can't be her. Uh, and then, of course, that's who it was, and I was like, "Oh, okay." But still, oh, great,
0: yeah. really great. Steven Spielberg also makes a cameo in it. Yes, he, yeah, <laughs> he does. Voiceover, <laughs>
2: um, which is also, I was just—that's what I was just going to talk about—is that I was sort of afraid that all of the um, pop culture references were going to feel sort of forced or lazy. But the truth is, they—they they wrote it into the actual plot of that movie, so they all make sense. Like the mm-hmm. reason those things are happening is because of he, of Paul having been around the whole time. Um which so it was that was really fun. And how great is Jason Bateman in that movie? Yeah. yeah I he love is. Jason Bateman. And how great is Greg Matola? Yeah. That movie is so well shot for a you know silly comedy romp. Uh you know there's some really neat like uh crane shots and stuff with them driving around and uh just it, it's it's great. That movie is really fun. Yep. I, you know especially for how little attention that it got unfortunately um, the other thing was Super which you also let me which uh, Brad you were the one that first talked about like oh you guys should see Super and then Ryan bought it and really liked it and I was like okay well I'll borrow it that movie's really great yeah. Yeah. in in the most <laughs> bizarre
0: and fucked up ways yeah exactly like, it's like the most I, fucked up movie you've ever seen in your life but at the same time you say yeah you know when he's when he stabs Kevin Bacon in the balls and he <laughs> says, you don't come in line! You don't do drugs! Like, yeah, yeah, you don't do that
2: stuff. Yeah, no, there's these weird, like, yeah, that's a, a perfect example <laughs> where they're doing something ridiculous, not only because it's it's sort of funny and weird, but also because it's, you know, uh, that's at a sort of serious, uh, like, violent, gory part of the movie. Um, but at the same time, he's really saying something. Like, he's yeah. saying, like, no, you know, how hard is it? Like, you just have to try a little bit, you know? And, yes, he's going crazy and, you know, killing a guy basically, braining a guy because he he cut in line. And he's going, <laughs> you
0: just had to not cut in line, you know? There's he a serious moment there. The he takes a wrench and hits that dude who cuts in line. And yeah. It just splits yeah. Open. Yeah. Like, okay. I got and to start carrying a wrench on me because yeah. I got cut in line tonight. Yeah, <laughs> He did. Uh, you and then when Ellen Page's half her face is missing, is sad. Yeah, and
2: I, yeah, um, ah, shoot, what's his name? James Gunn. I talked about this the last time when you lent it to me. I don't know what to do with him. Like, I don't know if I like him or if he's insane. But that the movie will go from being sort of funny and genuine to then being bizarrely serious in in uncomfortably, uh, un, almost unrealistic disturbing. ways. You know, and then it'll go to just It'll go to Ridiculous, where he's getting touched by God with some fucking weird tentacle shit. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. And, Nathan and then <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then it'll get fun, and there's characters in there. I don't know why they're there. It's just this bizarre hodgepodge, and yet it's it's all done perfectly fine. You know, it's... You, you can't hate it, but at the same time, I, I don't know that I like it, you know? Like, I, I have
0: fun with it, but... I don't know if it's good. Yeah, do you, like, I I was say, do you recommend this movie? Like, who do you recommend this movie to, you know what I mean? I, uh... Like, I would never let my mother watch that movie. Oh, fuck no. Uh,
2: no, not a, no. I mean, because, yeah, like, Ellen Page. And that's the other thing, is that during the movie I was thinking, he's dealing with some of the same issues that, like, the Watchman deals with. You know, like that, especially the scene where she wants to have sex with him, basically because she's turned on by the costumes and the whole idea of that. That that is one of the subplots of Watchmen. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and the fact that that is even in this movie is bizarre. And then that whole scene is so crazy, and yet real. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know what to do with that movie. Enjoy it. <laughs>
0: Just enjoy yeah, <laughs> I, I don't
2: know. I mean. If it sounds like something that people that you want to see, people should see it. But uh, yeah, same thing. I don't know that I could recommend it to anybody, because um, half of the people who see it will just think it's bullshit. But <laughs> uh, and the last thing was uh, I got to see the the pilot for Wonder Woman. It got not leaked, but sort of released on the internet this uh, a week ago, and I thought, hey, you know what, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and. Watch this, got off a piece of shit, and see (laughs) just how bad it would have been. Like, are we worse off not having a Wonder Woman show? The answer is no, because it's a messy, just wandering, pointless thing that sort of just appears sort of in the middle of the story, really. Like, it's not a very good pilot, um, because Wonder Woman already exists, and The definition of who she really is is kind of ambiguous. Sometimes they act like she's human, but she's special because she's Amazonian. Like, she even says, like, well, I'm only human. And then later she acts like, well, I'm not only human. Like, she even says to a guy, like, well, you're only human. And then I'm going, well, what are are you? Are you human or not? So the same thing is true with her sexuality where, you know, there's a scene pretty near the beginning where she's yelling at these guys because they've made a... They've made an action figure out of her and the boobs are too big. And she's like, I don't really look like that. I don't want, you know, this is, I don't want you to sell this as a sexual thing. Like, come on. And then later she's talking about how her boobs get her into places. Like how, Mm. like she's using it like Aaron Brockovich style. And I'm going, (laughs) no, you can't, you can't have this both ways. You know, you can't be, you know, this, and there's a bizarre thing with, okay, so she's, she's Wonder Woman. And sometimes she fights crime. And she's Diana, and she runs this corporation and, you know, uh, sort of sells her image to make money. All of the money she makes, she makes on marketing the image of Wonder Woman. And then there's a third character who, in the episode, like, it's, it's sort of the the version of her like she dresses down and she goes home to a little apartment where she watches TV, okay? And all that happens in those scenes is she has a cat named Sebastian who she talks to and at the end of the episode she creates a Facebook page for herself. And that's that's what that character does. That section of the character. It's pointless. It doesn't it doesn't want to be a good comic book movie or Deal with any of the interesting things that Wonder Woman can deal with. It's just sort of meh.
1: Hmm. Ryan's falling asleep just hearing about it. (laughs) It, It's
2: yeah, as well. He should. It was generally offensive. Wow, Hmm,
1: great. Yeah, so we're better off without it. Yeah, yeah.
2: David E. Kelly can suck it. Totally. Go make Ally McBeal too. That's the yeah. There's oh. no I mean I'm not I don't want him to I, that made it sound like I want him to make Ally McBeal no sometimes this show feels like Allie McBeal James McBeal, McBeal too Aww. dancing babies everywhere
0: <laughs> I've never seen that show ever I just know there's a dancing baby on it Yeah. God, God that I would sooner hurt. watch Felicity <laughs> Yeah, because of J.J. Abram. Abrams hey guess what commercial break
1: oh are we doing the commercial break because I thought you guys didn't like doing that
0: fine fuck it uh this week <laughs> we uh we saw a creature and before we get into our review of creature brad would you recommend someone to go see creature
1: um only if you like terrible terrible movies and enjoy paying ten dollars for them
0: <laughs> james would you recommend someone to heck yes <laughs> Yes! Wow. Yes! Go see
2: this movie. No, no, it's horrible. Um, so wait, wait until it's like on TV late at night and you miss the first five minutes or whatever and get drunk and pass out about 20 minutes
0: later. And um, then tell
2: people you saw Creature.
0: Yeah, I would n- not recommend anybody seeing this. If someone took my dog and said, I am going to skin your dog alive unless you sit through and watch Creature, I would still be a little hesitant. Because I'm like, well, But you would do it. Would it be worse for me to see... Was it be more torturous for me to watch this movie or for my dog to be skinned alive? I don't know what is worse. But with that, here's the trailer.
1: I'm not putting the trailer in. I'm not going to dig around for the trailer for this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not on iTunes? I don't know. He but doesn't it is, care. He's like, I, I,
2: I wasted a good $10 on this already. I'm not wasting any more of my
0: precious time on this <laughs> goddamn movie. Okay, Let's sweet. Let's get so, the review over with. So, so here, uh, let, me, let me be the trailer. But my mouth wasn't moving because <laughs> in the movie, this creature. You know what? Let's set up the movie. So, evidently, there's a creature named Lockjaw. Why is this movie called Lockjaw? Anyways, it's a uh, half human, half. I'm pretty sure Lockjaw is a real legend.
1: Yeah, pretty the, positive. The lockjaw character is the Louisiana legend. The creature so, in the movie is something different.
0: Uh, wait, 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 but isn't he lockjaw? No, but I can't say
1: this when I he's, saw the. He's with the. He's that incestuous guy. But the guy. He's not lockjaw. But
0: hey, the guy who guys, tells guys. us about
2: lockjaw is the guy who is a descendant of the
0: monster. Hey, no, hey, the, let's not let's not confuse people. Let's talk Lockjaw's. about this um, precise, to the point script that everything <laughs> was very well thought out. <laughs> and um, then we'll start tearing apart. You so, know what
1: hurts my heart is that a lot of people spent a lot of time and they cared about this movie. Yep. And we're going to tear it to pieces. No, they
2: didn't. If they cared about this movie, they would have done a better job.
0: <laughs> and if they cared about this movie, when they showed that shot of the alligator wearing the cowboy hat, someone should have said, I guarantee. Remember Leatherhead from that? I've been
1: know, to a lot of Ninja low budget <laughs> movie premieres for students and. I've seen the passion for something that they wholeheartedly believe in. You know, I agree. But, you know, watching to the rest of the room is awful, but they think it's great. And that's why I think this is, is, you know, this team, maybe not the actors, but the people directing and writing it really believed in it. And that's why I you see think? on screen, if, but I, still not See, I don't know. One. I can't
2: hardly, I can't agree with that because no. honestly, like as a writer myself, if if someone, if I ever wrote something like this,
1: I would stop doing it. Not okay. everyone, and that, is, and that I know that's being self-aware of their writing, though.
2: I I know, but here's the thing. I, I I'm I I know you're right, <laughs> but I went to school to do this, and what I learned was that you have to have people. You you have to share your writing with other people and and learn how to be self-aware of your own writing and learn how to see your own writing. Uh, you have to learn how to observe the way that people really act and try and mimic that in a way that makes sense. 90% of the dialogue in this movie is characters making excuses for the plot. They're, they're telling yeah, that's us... True. There is a scene where the black guy leaves his girlfriend in the woods... That does not make sense. He should never leave her there in the woods. No character would ever leave their their girlfriend there in the woods. He already said, I'm you know, I'm never going to let
0: anything bad happen to you, ever. Whoa, whoa, you're skipping ahead your a lot. Dude, you didn't set up that they went into the gas station and saw the crazy but, hicks, but I'm, and then they went to the cabin, okay? But
2: I'm using this scene as an example, because in that scene he can she keeps saying to him no don't leave me here which is reasonable and he keeps making up bullshit reasons why she should stay there and get captured so that she can be in like captured in the for the end of the movie yeah, yeah. I, that it's obvious Sorry, i mean you right, have f- to right, we
1: should set up what we're talking about <laughs> yeah okay anyway yeah.
2: i just i wanted to make that point before you know we got derailed no yeah, yeah. because we're we're going to tear this thing apart because it needs to be
0: well yeah no i mean i obviously the the story isn't really that important basically these kids go uh they're on a road trip a guy came back from being in the marines and they're going to go camping with people evidently they just met but weren't they both marines weren't oh, i yeah, thought all three yeah. of them were marines at no, the beginning and no, then you I find didn't. out one of them didn't even know those guys yeah like i think the two were marines and they were friends and then the one guy was friends with, Oscar was his name, I believe, the brother. Yeah. And the sister was, or the sister was friends with one of the girls, and they were all going to camp outside in the Louisiana swamp. <laughs> I think, yeah. I th- well, I, I think they were
2: making their way to New Orleans so that they could take their clothes off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's what the plot is. They then they, <laughs> they go to this, this cabin where they tell a story of an <laughs> incestual family that fucks their sister and then when the sister gets eaten by a white albino alligator the guy goes to the albino alligator's lair and wrestles with the alligator that looks like it's from pirates of the caribbean at disney where you don't see <laughs> behind it, it's an animatronic because you never see anything else and then he this dude must be the strongest guy all, in the world <laughs> this is all in the
2: longest flashback ever made
0: yeah this will be the of the strong This has world nothing to do with the main characters. He lifts the jaws of this alligator and he's able to kill it by lifting the jaws and breaking it. Which is not the like the way that an alligator's jaw works is it has really good strength at closing its jaws. Exactly. Not opening it. And them. I know because if you put any pressure inside its mouth, it snaps it shut. Yeah. So him to able to, you know break it. Anyways, mm-hmm. so he becomes a half crocodile, half- Dude, because he, uh, he goes crazy, and then he eats the alligator, and then he
2: eats the people that the alligator had stored in his cave. Alligators don't live in
0: caves. Yeah, and he lives to be over a hundred something fucking years old, two hundred years old. Yeah, because it, they said it takes place in eighteen hundred. 1800s, yeah. So he's still that yeah. old, and these kids go and they get attacked. Well, yes, these Not kids. They go. They go
2: into the woods uh, to find the house. And then they camp there, and then they all split up so they can have sex with each other. Yeah. Uh, and then the one girl turns into a lesbian, and the one guy goes off.
1: I um. Does the one marine go back to the car. I forget. He wants beer. Yeah, the one
2: marine goes back to the car while the other while the one girl try, tries to rape that guy's girlfriend. Yeah. Because he's gone forever. He's just gone forever, long and enough that she
1: gets drunk. Oscar pretends to go to his tent, but he really, he ducks out while the two girls are making out. And he goes to film the other couple, or takes, photograph the other Yeah, couple. he takes,
2: like, Fujifilm 100 pictures <laughs> of the one couple having clothed sex. Yes, um, and then his sister shows up and gives him a handjob. And then his sister shows up and gives him a handjob, because the first girl fell asleep.
0: Yeah, but also, too, you know, we didn't... Okay, so now we've set up this stupid, ridiculous plot. Now we'll start tearing it apart. At this so, point, there's no monster. There's no monster. So, but at the same time, the very first shot of the movie is literally tits. Yeah, they show swamp and then tits. Yep. And then the girl goes in the water, and then an alligator goes in the water. So, did the alligator bite off both her legs at the beginning, or was it the mo- the creature guy who bit off both her legs? I thought. And did he bite off alligator. both of
2: their legs because he had a thing for ladies without legs?
0: Uh, and that that one's really offensive because that one was
2: obviously them. Ripping off, because I don't Jaws. want to say paying homage, to Jaws.
0: Absolutely. I mean, she even she bobs that same way and comes up and screams. It's Jaws. It is. And, but to me, too, that scene seems like they shot this movie and we're like, you know what? We need to show some tits in this movie. We need an opening Yeah. to get people sucked in in this world. One, you're not Steven Spielberg, so you can't create suspense. Two, that chick wasn't that fucking hot. And three, <laughs> she just all of a sudden, she's climbing well, up and her legs her are perfectly severed.
2: Yeah. Which isn't how an alligator attacks people. Absolutely. It would, she
1: goes from being frantic to instant death.
2: Yeah, like, and she all of a sudden climbs out of the water, and then her and, legs
1: are and,
0: severed
2: exactly and the and same the way. Who goes skinny dipping in alligator-infested exactly. swamplands? Yeah. By themselves.
1: Um, and just that whole shot where she's crawling up on the... Like, it's one wide shot. It has, like, if you want to create some suspense, you got to cut... Between close up and wide exactly. like back and forth. That's just, what I mean. Well
2: and you know, uh, I lent you heavy rain a couple weeks ago and just in passing as I was leaving I mentioned something about that it's an it's an old horror tactic of uh, you know, getting people naked to create suspense and fear—it's a—it's a, it's and a vulnerability. Yeah, the reason that we're, yeah, yeah. I said it's a vulnerability thing, and Laura said oh, I don't feel more vulnerable when I'm naked. And the thing is, is that with audiences, when you see somebody taking off their clothes, it it tell it communicates to us that that character is comfortable and feels safe, and that tells us they are not safe. Well, that scene doesn't do any of that. That scene is very obviously just here's some boobs, she's gonna die, and it. it it builds nothing. It
0: doesn't. And it you know doesn't how climax. You also know climax. This, eh, this movie has no money at all, because every time they're about to show gore, they don't show it. Oh, you know, you know what I mean? It's yeah. It's it's a cutaway. Oh yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's or an
1: obvious prop
0: or an obvious prop. Yeah,
1: like a stick severed hand or a <laughs> mannequin head. <laughs> mannequin
0: head thrown in the lake. But you know, oh. and you were talking earlier. You brought up a good point. You know about the writing. As a writer and as a director and as an editor of a movie, when you're making a movie and this this guy is saying, you're staying here with this crazy guy, and she's saying, no, I'm coming with you, to me that makes absolutely no sense at all, because it's so clumsily clumsily written. And then they had all these start and stopping uh, plot points. Like, why was one chick sacrificed to the monster, the the sister? Yeah, why did he cut like, off her foot? Why did he cut it? off her foot? Can I can
2: I make a grand statement here? Yeah. Plan Nine from Outer Space is a better scripted movie. Wow. With with a more concise plot that sets up rules and follows them through because it's made by a guy who is extremely passionate about what he was doing. You know, he wasn't I, good at it, but that and that's okay, but he was passionate enough and he
0: communicates that in a certain way. That movie is better than this one. You know, I, I tend to agree because you know Um, You know, Brad, you brought up, you know, people did care about it. But, too, sometimes when I see a movie like that, it seems like the director just... He's like, okay, I'm just going to shoot this. Yeah. You know, he didn't really try to do anything creative. um, Because even if he tried to do... I think that scene where the monster did come up through the trap door could have been suspenseful. Yeah. You know? Because, you know, she's terrified. But the setup for it took all the the terror out of it. Mm. Where she gets her leg chopped off by her dad for no reason... And then she's tied oh, to a chair Was that her dad? Yeah And tied to a chair And then the creature just walks around And then he s- sniffs her or something And then he's got she, He leaves Or he does Bites her or something Well he gets, we get to zoom in on his weird mouth thing Yeah and then It cuts back to her being dead And then there's a grasshopper in her mouth Why the fuck is there a grasshopper in her mouth? I don't know
2: uh, on the uh, in the same line of people who weren't even trying, whoever edited this movie was at the same time they were editing the movie, they were jerking off to the nude scenes. That's the only explanation for how and there bored. are. Sh-
1: what and bored with what they were doing? Uh, yeah, that's the only explanation like, for uh, him. We're just gonna leave it on this one shot because I don't really want to bother with the rest of this nonsense.
2: There's a couple times where it cuts from one take of a shot. To a different take of the same shot so what we're looking at just jumps
1: did you notice uh the once the sister she we went through that whole scene where we focused on her changing clothes yeah and then it jumps back to the highway where it's an over the van shot and she's still wearing black in the front seat oh no yeah, i didn't and then see it cuts that back to the conversations in the car and yeah. she's back yeah just a i did of-
2: notice that it was an it was an incredibly awkward scene where she 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 gets undressed She puts on a shirt, but only halfway, so she's still exposed. The guy, who we later find out is her father, comes out, and I only now realize that that's what it was. Her father comes out, and she stands out, and she's like, does this look good on me? And then it cuts back and forth, like three times, from him, to her, to him, to her, to to him, to her, to keep showing us her tits even though they're at slightly different, like the shot yeah. is at different angles each time, so it's like they just sort of stood there with the camera and they didn't frame it.
0: Yeah, exactly. No. oh wow. And what was up with um, all the slow motion? Is the movie wasn't long enough, <laughs> and so they decided to add a bunch of slow motion to it. Oh yeah. Oh,
2: mm. I like. Can I? I want to just skip to the end before I I uh, forget to say this. They defeat the creature with a sinkhole. Now. Now sinkholes take a long time to get started. They usually, like, hundreds of years of there's a cave under there and little bits of dirt go slowly go down. This one, it rains, there's a sinkhole, the monster falls in it. Uh-oh. No, dude, the sinkhole
0: was formed because he's punching that guy so hard. That's true. He punched he, that guy for 15 minutes. For 15 minutes. And the whole <laughs> point leading up to that, he was ripping people in half. Allegedly, because you never really saw it. Well,
2: he stabbed that one guy with his tail. Stabbing guys. He stabbed the one guy. Throat rips. Throat rips. Which <laughs> is <laughs> the only person he actually kills, right? He, yeah. Which they saw from he, a Gruber. <laughs> well, okay. Of, of our main six characters that we're supposed to well, sort of care about, he only kills the one, the white guy. Like the middle, the, the marine guy. Mm-hmm. That's the only guy that the monster kills.
1: No, he kills uh, that... Uh, so the well, I, I mean, of our six, trailer. yeah.
2: He also kills the fat guy who, which that's the, maybe the worst scene in the movie. Yeah, where he dies from fat losing guy. a hand. No, not just that. Okay, <laughs> instantly. Yeah. he He's standing on the side. He sees a bag of chips way down there in the water and he climbs down there to get the chips and gets his hand chopped off by the monster. Or, stands around and chopped off, yourself. not bit off.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. What? And he dies instantly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it chops off the army, falls into puddle <laughs> of water, screams, there. and then goes ah, and then yeah. <laughs> with the worst looking makeup, chopped
0: oh. off hand ever. Oh and man! And then the monster's mouth never moved when it was roaring. Yeah. No, it was the most because it was like
2: they had they had enough money that one for one day they could have the guy in costume. So they were like, okay, we got to have him on the set standing up. We got to have him in the swamp standing up we got to have him just outside of the cabin swamping, up, standing up. we got to have him in the woods standing up. Uh, and we need to have that weird blanket thing on his back at least two of those times he stands up. Uh, and that's pretty much all they needed him
1: for. The alligator-scale blanket. Yeah. yeah. Yeah! Twice
2: he has this weird blanket on his back. Yeah. Basically just to make him look like... So you can't quite see him at first, and then the thing falls off, and then you see the monster, I guess. Hmm.
0: And, you know, he also... That one girl that was molested or almost raped. Which one? Uh, the one who drank so much that she passed out. Oh, yeah. They cut to a scene where the monster ran and picked up the tent. <laughs> <laughs> and yes! then she was in yes! the cave. He, he charges the
2: tent like a rhino and just, just sort of like... <laughs>
1: And, and she didn't wake we, up? And he's been eating something the yeah. whole time, like, in that camp area, some kind of we clearly, object that he's, we never he's, found out what it was?
2: He's He eats more of the, uh, like, southern crazy people who are worshipping him than he does anyone in the movie, like, yeah. than he does any of our characters.
0: Oh, and then what's a big... Uh, I forgot so those guys are running and the southern guys shoots the black guy in the leg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot and he shot he gets the guy. he starts running again?
1: No, no. He <laughs> yeah. asked the brother who like got knocked over or something. He's like, how you feeling? And then I'm just like, in my head, I'm just like going to the, the other marine guy just saying, how am I doing? How are you doing? You just got shot in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he takes I off totally like he's forgot. doing the track. Oh,
2: he, he, <laughs> he runs, he fights the monster, he <laughs> like jumps he into that shot. sinkhole at the end like he never got shot. <laughs> because,
0: well, well the yeah, they understand. showed a, clo- a close-up of his leg getting shot. Of that right? Oh, yeah, one. yeah, yeah, Big no, bad. he got
2: shot because they needed to have a scene right there. Mm. They needed to stop those characters so that that guy could come down and t- tell him. Whatever bullshit he told them about we, how great the lizard man is,
1: and then he violently murders that hick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. with his own gun. <gasps> and yeah, then, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, and
0: then the monster shows up, stabs him with his tail, and then like that's it. Yeah. So the the black guy and the white girl have this huge exposition on the dock. And he tells her to get in a boat that is half sunk.
1: That's the best plan, Clearly, to jump into a boat in the middle of where the creature rises from. Yeah, Yeah,
2: well, but you have to understand that, according to this movie, lizard man creatures never actually go in the water. Because he never attacks anybody from the water. I guess the first scene... You know, with that girl, but we see an alligator. So, as far as I'm concerned, then an, an alligator attacked that girl. Yeah. yeah,
1: but still, it's like let's isolate ourselves. That's exactly. a good Yeah, plan. oh yeah. <laughs> they could have just
0: kept running. Yeah, and so then they have this weird, like, supposed to be dr- dramatic scene, and the Marines dude head falls from somewhere. Well, because. The creature's
1: been carrying it around, and they just, just, he, find? Mean, just it find really, It just falls out he, of the yeah. sky. He,
0: I mean, he, it lands in that boat, so they don't get in the boat, then they scream and talk for a little bit more, and then the creature decides he's going to punch the black guy in the chest to <laughs> knock him in the water. I guess he's playing on the racism that black guys can't swim, and so that kills that guy instantly. He doesn't show up. And then all of a sudden, they're at the sacrificial sacrificial... Uh, mausoleum tomb thing. I don't even know. It was a crate. Was he gonna cut that girl open? Or no, he's gonna. Well, f- her he her had a, a Well, he
2: had a necklace and he had a sharp rock. Um. So I assume he was gonna cut her clothes off because she was the only one who hadn't been naked yet. Uh. And then he was gonna cut her leg off.
0: But two. So all the hillbillies were chanting, and then they showed the black guy running through the forest. And then they showed the creature walking through the forest. And then all of a sudden, the black guy runs through all the hicks, and the creature's already there?
2: <laughs> well, and not just that, but it's 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 hilarious to me that there's all these white hicks standing around, and a black guy comes running into the group, and they all freak out and run away.
1: Yeah. And disappear for a while. They're for like, well, we
2: gotta get the hell away from this black or, guy. And, and how? Who knows what he'll do. The line, blood is blood. Blood is blood. And they kept saying, um... Uh, his will will
0: be done. <laughs> that's. No, you just say, His will be done. And that's, and that's it. Okay, so we've set up the climact, climactic battle between <laughs> Jax and Reptile in Mortal Kombat. And he punches this guy. In slow motion for it seems like 15 minutes. It seems probably three minutes long, but it was god like, It was super long. And on the long. ground,
1: and the creature is just pounding at him. Yeah. And, and, and every time
2: he hits position. him, you hear the sound
0: of muscles just
2: shattering.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, <clears throat> and blood spewing up everywhere. And then the creature falls into the hole. And While they're well, picks-
2: fighting, the hole begins. Oh, that's right. And we right. keep getting little shots of the hole getting bigger and, and, and dirt <laughs> sinking into the ground. <laughs> and it didn't even start as that. It just starts as, here is a puddle. Yeah. and they yeah.
0: fight and then here is a puddle it's almost and like they a fight and Jurassic here is Park. a puddle <laughs> that's what I was thinking of yeah too. yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so he, the the creature sinks in the hole and they think they've won but there's air bubbles coming out of the water not air bubbles there's air there's the alligator air which can hold its breath for 20 minutes is breathing again no yeah so um, he sinks in the sinkhole and then he picks up his his girlfriend and they're gonna get away
2: Well, well, the, well he picks up his girlfriend and then puts her on the ground so they can make out Yeah.
1: Right next to the sinkhole. By this time you think the movie is finally over, it's going to dip into some kind of resolution montage, Yeah, but no.
0: No. What what happens? happens? Then the monster grabs the girlfriend and starts pulling her under into the sinkhole. You're missing the best part, which is
2: that that whole scene takes place in super slow-mo. Yeah, exactly. Like blurry, silent, you don't hear anything, it's just like... He comes out, and he grabs her really slowly, and she kicks at him, and then he pulls her into the mud. But wait,
0: wait. Jax is a hero. He goes into that sinkhole. He does. And he dives in after He them. dives in. And then do you guys see the greatest scene in the movie? He fought this monster, and then when it opened its mouth to bite him, he grabbed it by its jaw and just ripped its jaw. <laughs> Came actually, out of the water That was and pretty actually, badass actually, It was I
1: didn't see that scene Because you never saw that It was just in your own head Because <laughs> Oh that's he right He goes into the sinkhole And two seconds later The girl comes back up And he has the jaw So I just oh, imagine really? What you just. Oh I,
0: I thought I had passed out <laughs> I just imagined That that so, had to have been there So the whole time They build up this climactic scene And they don't even Fucking show it yeah. It's the dude coming out Of the sinkhole With the mandible yeah. And then They drive away And he throws in an Armadillo Starts eating it and then this movie has... well because re- that was foreshadowing because Creature Two is about armadillo man. Oh, okay, cool. This movie has more endings than the Return of the King. <laughs> but none of them are anywhere near N- as satisfying. You and know
1: what? They never really uh, explained what happened to the um... people. The one girl who, who was got in the tent who got picked up endlessly. by the monster. Oh
2: yeah, the tent girl. What happened to the Tent Girl, guys? Ryan, do you remember? Did what happened she to did she go to Walmart and buy a small toy doll? <laughs>
1: Baby alive?
0: Did she pick up baby alive? Maybe she should do that. Maybe she should pretend to take care of something that's not real. So, evidently, the whole uh, sacrificial impregnating a girl was all for naught because all the monster did was fuck this other chick and she (laughs) gave birth to the demon seed of baby alive at Walmart when you walk through the aisle and they start crying for no reason. Because that's. This wasn't even that. This was like made in 1920 out
2: of wood, carved to look like it has ears.
0: Oh, it was. So you you said the Planet of the Apes baby, monkey baby looked bad. No, this was. <laughs> so, anyways, fuck this movie. And if you want to waste ten dollars, um, take a shit, wipe your ass with ten bucks, rub it in your eyes, and you will not have the pain that I've just endured well, watching some, Creature. Some of us
1: paid more for it. So. The real,
0: the real pain is
2: that there are going to be things that I think about over the next couple days that I'm going to wish I had remembered to talk about right now. Because there were so many golden moments. There was. was so
0: bad. And um, the standard bear for me for worst movie of all time is House of the Dead. Mm. I think I have a movie that is equal to it now. And you're talking to a dude who has watched Netflix zombie <laughs> movies that are 15,000 times better than this? Yeah. That's how fucking shitty this movie was. And I feel bad for everybody I made see this movie. I feel bad for my wife. <laughs> and she didn't even pay for it. I paid for it. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm i a big wow, fan. Wow, we all got really heated there.
2: I'm a big fan of a movie called Piñata Survival Island. And that is a better movie. And that is about a piñata that kills people.
1: Anyways. In the pantheon of wide-released, sold as awesome movies, but turned out to be terrible like house of the dead this is ranked up there
2: we had to drive across town to see this it wasn't even at the theater right here
0: (laughs) Uh, not that not it was a good 10 minute drive yeah blah it's like driving to a war or something to see it so um you can find us at facebook at real nerds podcast make sure you like our page yeah Um, we have a like page now we have a like page now Oh, oh 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 sorry no
2: it's oh The fucking the girl who ends up uh, jerking off her brother at the beginning. Her accent. Did you notice that? Like she started the movie and she had this. She she was like trying for a thick southern accent. Mm -hmm. Did you know? And then it just goes away.
1: It's like that French southern. Or
0: it's like Princess Leia in Star Wars. You know, eventually it just stops trying. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I was yeah. just Anyway, of so yeah, like us on Facebook under Real Nerds Podcast. You can also follow us on Tumblr, Real Nerds Podcast. Tumblr, no. no, it's nope. Real Nerds. Tumblr. I'm sorry. It's you episode can, fourteen. <laughs> you can uh, email us. Well, at it's it's, at, it's it's episode eight for you. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at realnerds at gmail. dot com. Um. So yeah, next week, I think Drive comes out. I hope. No, it's two weeks. It's too much. fuck.
2: Next week we can go see
0: uh, Lion King three D. We could.
2: Yeah. Well, hold on. We've we've killed time on the podcast before. Let me look it up really quick.
1: Why not? Um, Nebcast also has a like page if people want to. Yeah. Like so it.
0: Nebcast, I'm on that too, so you should probably like it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. I don't know. I really. You know, yeah. I don't really want to see the help, but I really should have listened to the people and saw the help this yeah. week.
2: Well, honestly the thing that killed it for me was I was like, Well, was when you told me it was two basically two and a half hours long and I was like, yeah. Well, I mean, if we don't start it till ten, that means we won't get out till one yeah. o'clock. So I thought, Well, okay, we'll go see something and
1: it I'm wouldn't be from watching an eighty minute movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was only eighty minutes? Are you kidding me? It is eighty
1: eight. Yeah. No
2: way. Well, they, I thought it was like two hours long. Uh, oh, you're right. September sixteenth, Drive. Sweet. I awesome. thought I thought the poster
1: said twenty something. From the director of Bronson, which I loved last year.
0: I still haven't seen the trailer because people. I keep mean, it's a choice trait. between Drive or How Does She Do That or How Does She Do It. I don't know how she does it. Oh, Okay, I don't even know. Is that. the name of it's the horse Jessica movie. Parker. It's oh, a I sequel to Seabiscuit. <laughs> um, my wife and I Or Straw that. Dogs, the rape movie. Um, you know, I, I I like the Strangers kind of looks like it'd be like that but I'm seeing Drive next week well but it's
2: The Strangers with Rape (laughs) nice and without creepy masks
1: and it's a remake so you could even just jump ahead of the game and watch the original
2: you could so yeah so next week I don't know how she does it yes
0: no uh, Drive we're seeing Drive with Ryan the Bod Gosling. (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna Drive out and see it yeah, we are. Hey, thanks for listening. Sorry, I, ho- I hope this deters you from seeing Creature. Do not see this movie. Honestly, honestly, I think this was our best podcast in a while. Probably. It was a fun one. Anyways, thanks for listening. As I went down in the river to pray Studying about that good old way, and you shall wear the starry crown. Goodbye. The things after us.
2: You're no legend, son. My dad was way into all this kind
1: of stuff. <laughs> Is that right?
0: Uh, you all going out there? Huh? Best watch your step. There's worse things in gators, you know. <laughs>